Our Gospel reading this morning comes from the Gospel of John, chapter 7. It's just a couple short verses in which we are reminded and assured that those of us who have chosen to follow Jesus will also receive the power of His Spirit. From the Gospel of John we read, On the last day of the festival, the great day, while Jesus was standing there, He cried out, Let anyone who is thirsty come to me, and let one who believes in me drink. As the scripture has said, out of the believer's heart shall flow rivers of living water. Now he said this about the Spirit, which the believers in him were to receive. For as yet there there was no Spirit, because Jesus had not yet been glorified. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I don't know what kind of music you might think I listen to, but occasionally I have uh, heard some country music. And I know some of you all listen to a lot of country music, but uh, when I listen to country music, my preferred country music is sort of this Texas country music, uh, stuff that kind of comes from there. It reminds me a little bit of a place where I lived and and grew up, and I can picture eating barbecue and listening to, you know, folks at Lukenbach or something like that, even though I've never actually been to Lukenbach, Texas. But there's a Texas country music songwriter named Pat Green, and Pat Green has a song called College, in which he describes what might be a stereotypical college experience. Um, or at least one that describes the experience that I know some good old boys from Texas had when they went to college. I can't share the whole song with you. Not, of it, not all of it is totally, I guess, it's safe enough for church, but not what we want to talk about. But the chorus is one that I think speaks to at least these graduates today. As they look ahead, he sings, Those were the best days of my life. I found myself, my friends, and my wife. I learned almost everything I know, and I might have gained a little knowledge in college. You see, one of the great things about college and and about this age where you are as you're transitioning from high school into adulthood is a freedom. A freedom that you probably didn't quite know, but you will soon know well and hopefully claim and handle well. This time in your life, especially if you go off to school or you move into a new place, you taste opportunity, you get responsibility, and you get freedom. The alarm clock is now yours to set, if it wasn't already. The meals that you will eat, you get to eat on your own time, not when someone prepares them for you. And the things that happen in your life will happen because you help to make them happen. We, as your parents, your friends, your mentors, the adults in your life, we, we have to cede responsibility in some ways to allow you to make things happen the way they need to. Now, it's a scary time, but it is a glorious time. You get to discover yourself. You get to shape your image. You get to figure out what your dreams are. 
And you get to, in some ways, if necessary, reinvent yourself if you want to. You get to do all of this on your own terms in a way that adults, I suppose, many of us choose not to, but have the opportunity to do ourselves most of the time as well. But amid this period of rediscovery, amid any period of discovery and rediscovery, there is a question that looms in our lives. There's a question that we wonder about you on this front row. And the question is, Are you going to stay close to the God who has come upon you? The Spirit of God that was laid upon you. The the love of Jesus that was inside of you, that is inside of you. Are you going to choose this God, this faith? You're going to choose to allow it to be with you and shape you as you discover and invent and reinvent yourself. Or will you leave it behind? Will it be a thing that you did when you were a teenager? Will your faith be something that you set in the corner like that odd graduation gift you're going to get that you can't get rid of but you really don't want to keep? As you begin a new chapter in your life, the question you will face is, what will I do with my faith and how will it shape me? Now, each day we all make choices about who we are, about what we do, about the goals we choose to pursue, the routes we will take. And as we go, are we choosing to allow the Spirit of God to rest upon us and shape our identity? Are we discovering and rediscovering ourselves with the mantle of faith upon us? Or... Have we treated our relationship with God like something we pick up and put down? Is it a uniform that we put on and take off when we need it? I think, unfortunately, for far too many in our world, faith is like a graduation cap and gown. It's the perfect uniform for a particular time and day. You would certainly look out of place this Saturday without it, wouldn't you? But your cap and gown isn't the whole story. Our faith being put on and taken off is not the whole story. Being cloaked with the Spirit of God sometimes is good, but do we allow something else to cover us other times? And if we do that, is that what God intended? Today I think we all face a question, not just these graduates, though they get to see as they move from one chapter to the next in their life, they get to see precisely that they have the choice in front of them. But for all of us, there is a question, will we choose the Spirit today? Now, I referenced earlier that that as children, the, the language we use of faith is one of asking Jesus into our hearts. We teach our children that the way to really attend to your faith is to ask Jesus to to come in, come into your heart and your mind and direct your thoughts and your actions. Jesus comes in and it it affects what we do on the outside. It's an inside-out sort of living. That which is on the outside is a reflection of that which is going on on the inside. 
But in that reading from Acts 2 that I read and that the, the choir sang about, the image is a little bit different. Maybe it's an image that is more helpful for you. The believers were in Jerusalem in Acts chapter 2 for the festival of Pentecost. It was 50 days after the Passover, 50 days after the resurrection. And in the chapters leading up to this event in Acts 2, Jesus had promised his disciples that the Spirit was going to come and be with them. You will receive power when my Holy Spirit has come upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. This is what Jesus had promised just one chapter earlier. And so as we turn to Acts chapter 2, we read a story that confirms, confirms for them that the Holy Spirit had come. The choir sang about the Spirit coming as a mighty wind the scripture tells us it was like a flame. But it also tells us that, that the Spirit was resting upon them. Like a graduation hood rests upon you. Or a, a graduation gown rests upon you. Marking who you now are. A graduate. On that day everyone heard the good news of God in their own language. God was speaking to everybody was claiming everybody. God was among them and empowered them to live out their faith in a new and a significant way. And it wasn't as much a picture of inside-out living. Maybe it was the result of inside-out living. Like Jesus said, My Spirit will come to you if you believe in Me. If you've put Me inside of you, My Spirit will be with you. But it also creates this picture of a, an identity that we're covered in. Kind of like Bruce Wayne puts on his Batman costume and goes out and does justice. Or Superman puts on his Clark Kent costume so he can try to fit in among the crowd. The Spirit came upon them, rested on them, and shaped and changed and empowered them to feel like they were doing something new and different. To feel like, now that I have this, I can go forward, go with God. The Spirit's presence upon them and the Spirit's identification with them sent them forth in a new direction, powerfully and faithfully living as God's people, sharing God's love, passing on His power and, and inaugurating the kingdom of God. It was a, a blessing and an affirmation. And in every way, the Spirit was this credential that God had given them that they could be assured that they were going with him and that he was leading them and carrying them in the ways that they were to go if you read the rest of the story these pages you see that what they went and what they did was they shared God's love they started the church God's presence was with them and God's power spread throughout the whole world because the believers took that credential upon them and they went and changed the world. And in many ways, you have the opportunity to do the same thing. We all do. Now you see, today we recognize that graduates have received the credentials they need to move on to the next level of education, 
to move on into the next phase of life, to move into public service if they would like. The gowns you wear, the hats you don, the tassels that you transfer from right to left, I believe, these are all symbols that are laid upon you that acknowledge that you are equipped to go forth into new pursuits. And they identify who you are. You are and will always be J.F. Webb graduates. You can always carry the assurance that you have done this. You wear the colors. You will always cheer for your teams. You will use the ways that you have been shaped in the, these recent years to carry you forward. And just as Granville County Schools has conferred upon you a degree that equips you to go forward, just as these different societies put ropes around your neck to recognize that you are one of them, so too the power of God has been laid upon each of you. God's power and presence is upon you and on all of us for the living of these days. But will we choose the Spirit? You see, like that Pat Green song in some of the other verses, as we think about graduates, as we think about people in their 20s, we think about it being a great time to sow wild oats, to avoid faith, to come back after you have kids. And so many do. They stay away. They don't nurture their faith while they're in college. They don't acknowledge the Spirit of God upon them. They stick it in the corner like that odd graduation gift they don't know what to do with. But during this time, we're making some of the most important decisions of our life. We're choosing majors if we're in school. We're choosing careers and trades if we're not. We're meeting people that we will spend the rest of our lives with. And in doing some of these most important things in our life, do we really want to treat the Spirit of God like a cap and gown? A uniform to put on periodically? To take a few photos with? But not necessarily for every other day of our life? As you, graduates, make decisions about your major and your career and your pursuits, do you want to do that on your own? Or would you like the power of God to be laid upon you to assist you with that? For as you face the best years of your life, as you find your friends and yourself and your wife, as you experience successes and failures, do you want God to be involved with that? Or do you want to pay lip service to the God you learned about in youth group? I hope you want to do more than share Facebook posts about God because they're pretty. I hope that you believe that the Spirit of God is upon you and can make your life better and can lead you in the paths where you should go in a way that is more full than you could ever ask or imagine. And so, graduates, in the same way that these caps and these gowns and these tassels and these hoods, they mark you, For now, may they empower you to go forward. I hope also the Spirit of God, that flame, that tongue, that wind that can be in your sails, may it be a wind in your sails to help shape you, inform you, and guide you as you go forward. Choose the Spirit. Acknowledge the Spirit's presence in your life. Realize that God wants to lead you in the best best paths 
that you could possibly have. Choose the Spirit, and it will be harder to go astray. But before I close, it doesn't end with the front row. This invitation doesn't just go out to graduates, and if you graduated a long time ago, like a lot of us did, your time to make a choice isn't over. You can choose again. You can choose to say, that was a nice word for graduates, but what does it have to do with me? Or you can choose to say, that was a nice word for graduates. I'm going to take it as a word for me as well. Because you see, the Spirit of God who came on all, came for all. All who believed. The Spirit of God was laid upon them and empowered them to go forward and to carry that love with them each and every day. And that God is longing to help each one of us here today recapture our identity as Followers as faithful followers who choose each day the Holy Spirit. And that's a choice that we both have to make again and again and again, and it's a choice that we get to make again and again and again. Choosing the Spirit is like remembering that we have that cap and gown in the closet. It's remembering that there is a robe that comes upon us, and it's, it's the Spirit's robe that helps empower us to be who we are. Like Bruce Wayne putting on a Batman costume, so too we can put on the Spirit and allow it to lead us in the ways that God wants for us to go. And so today we all get to make a choice. We, we get to choose the Spirit. We get to choose anew to follow the Spirit of God that has already been laid upon us. And so it's not a question just for graduates, it's a question for all of us today. Just as those believers in Jerusalem some 2,000 years ago saw the Spirit rest upon them, just as they were touched by the Holy Spirit with the flames of love and strength, will we allow God to rest upon us? Will we let the Spirit upon us and help us guide us in the ways we should go? That is a question we get to answer today, and I pray that all of us will choose the Spirit. Shall we pray? Gracious and loving God, we give you thanks for this day. We give you thanks for these celebrations, and we pray that as we celebrate with graduates, as we celebrate graduates, we would help them in the ways that they should go forward. And so too, Lord, during these times, as we remember our own graduations, as we remember our own rites of passage, we remember our own times when we were transitioning. Help us remember, too, that now is as good a day as any to choose to have your Spirit laid upon us to guide us and shape us and change us and help carry us forward. Lord, help us to choose to put on the Spirit today. Help us to receive your love and grace and strength. Help us to follow the ways that you would lead us today for each day that lies ahead. Lord, this is our prayer today. And we ask it in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.